Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you can call me Carl. And here on True Way Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Today's episode, we received a question from a great buddy of mine. I'm going to call her Sharkbait. There you go. So my buddy Sharkbait has asked me a question. And the question is, so One Way Soldier... Which type of game is more beloved, as in beloved by the gaming industry or you know, gamers? Is it single-player games or multiplayer games? And I thought, wow, that this will be a very interesting topic. So, I mean, to be honest, when I received this question, I thought the answer was obvious, to be honest. Just because how the, the direction that the gaming industry is going for today and uh, kind of the games that we've been receiving the past couple of years. But actually, when I dived into doing research in this particular topic, the results are actually very, very surprising to me. I was very shocked. And I'm actually, again, I, I have a couple of sources here. I didn't just uh, look up one thing and go, oh, okay, this is my answer. No, I actually went kind of deep on this. The first source of mine that I want to read first is from an article by CBR.com. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this article. Not all of it. I'm going to read it. And then afterwards, we'll talk a little bit about the article. And this article was published on January 16th, 2021. I quote, Although the industry seems to focus on online multiplayer games full of contentious microtransactions and loot boxes, it appears gamers rather submerge themselves in engrossing narratives than duke it out online. While both single-player and multiplayer games are great and allow people to escape from monotrocity of everyday life, a recent study reveals that most gamers prefer single-player experiences. Continue on. According to a recent Sony data leak, gamers spend more time playing games offline than multiplayer. This may be somewhat shocking since the industry, it definitely shocks me, uh, the, sh- the industry trends to on online multiplayer games rather than story-driven narratives. An emergency of loot boxes and microtransactions made multiplayer games more lucrative driving many video game companies away from single-player experiences. Although microtransactions exist in single-player games, they aren't as prevalent as they are in multiplayer titles, despite the industry's attempts to steer gamers in a more online multiplayer direction. Single-player games continue to thrive as they enter the knife console generation. Take a pause on that real quick. That's true. Like I, That's what I was saying where when I was asked this question, I thought the, the answer would be, Really obvious, especially with companies like Microsoft, PlayStation, um, or, or rather, excuse me, not the platforms per se, but Ubisoft, Activision, with putting microtransactions in their games and, and even releasing games. I mean, I feel like this leads sort of into another topic, but releasing multiplayer games, a $60 game that you have to go to the store and buy or buy online, um, the marketplace of PlayStation and um, Xbox, $60, and yet they still implement microtransactions. And I'll think, man, I guess, you know, they keep on implementing, they keep on implementing it, excuse me. And I thought, man, gamers, um, that, that has to be, I guess, popular today. But yeah, it's the exact opposite based on this article. And I'm going to keep on reading from this article. Sometimes online communities can be a bit brash and overbearing. Some even deem as toxic excuse me i can't oh my goodness can't talk (laughs) some even deem as toxic 
turning many video game fans away from the multiplayer community, story-driven games, but suffer from toxic communities or rather in-game communities and offer gamers compelling video game experiences without blogging them, blogging them down with the toxicity around some multiplayer titles. Playing video games offline allows people to unwind and enjoy themselves without enraged preteens shouting absurdly at them at them consistently. And so, yeah, you know, I, I agree with that. I mean, a little bit of, at the end there sounds like a little bit of opinion, uh, but we, we discussed before in terms of the, the Sony leak, that is accurate. As a matter of fact, I'm going to quote now from another well, a second source that I have here. And, well, actually, before I, I quote this second article here, um, just reflecting on the first one, and like me, I, I, I play multiplayer games. I, I do play multiplayer games. I love, especially, you know, at downtime, contact one of my buddies. Hey, are you available? You want to spend some time? We play, I don't know, Call of Duty Warzone, or we want to play CFEs, especially CFEs recently. I've been having a, an outstanding time of that. You know, to be honest, I, I never thought I would be into the game um, as much as I am now. Very, very good game. And just, especially from this past lockdowns happening, and, and we were... Uh, people were restricted from traveling um, so much. I always, and I, I think you heard me say this in a previous episode, where I always, I, I love gaming because, you know, it always breaches that gap. Like it does, it, like it, it doesn't matter what someone believes. It doesn't matter uh, their viewpoints. I always believe that video games is something that brings people together. You know, especially when this past lockdowns happened in 2020, a lot of people were restricted from travel. And I always felt to help people to feel not so alone, video games, I think, is a great thing to turn to. As a matter of fact, uh, the, one of the sources that I have here, we're going to turn to in a little bit, um, actually has a brief mention of that. So, yeah, I can't wait. But this article that I'm about to read again, uh, excuse me, not again, but <laughs> this, second, this second article, I should say, from NME.com, um, also sort of has the same source from... The Sony's leaked data claims that PlayStation users spend more time on offline games. I'm going to read it, and then we'll talk about it as well. So despite the massive popularity of multiplayer online games, a leaked report from Sony seems to suggest that gamers prefer single-player games instead. This is according to documentation distributed by Sony to developers in 2019. As attained by Vice, which features internal tracking data that showed PlayStation 4 users spending more time on offline games compared to online modes. Single player is driving, Sony claimed in the presentation. Take a pause from that real quick, which makes complete sense why Sony, as of recently of this year, I think this past month in May, there was, a, I think, Jason Schreider. He sort of revealed that Sony plans to double down on AAA blockbusters for as their upcoming games they want to fault their developers their in-house studios to focus on developing new AAA blockbusters which reading this article and reading that it makes complete sense when you connect the two but i'm gonna continue the company research also noted that the single player game experiences experience excuse me did not come oh my goodness the company research also noted that the single player game experience did come with its caveats and players pointed out four key issues that's gonna be interesting no idea how long i might need don't play unless i have two plus three hours so that's one issue 
And the second problem takes a lot of time to scan through long help videos when stuck. The third issue was how to engage socially without risk of spoilers. Fourth issue was forgot what I was doing and the last time hard to get back in to the game. Alright. And then Sony added often free time comes way between other obligations an hour before bed, a 30 minute break, between homework, assignments a few minutes before your online multiplayer match. It appears that the data seems to have likely influenced the creation of the PlayStation 5's activity feature which allows users quick access to specific stages, quests, locations, and yeah, yada yada yada. And there you go. So, uh, I mean, I got one more source for you guys, but this, man, I feel like this second article really uh, gives more detail than the first one. I should start out with this one. Uh, but basically the same thing. Sony's uh, PlayStation data. And I feel like I made... Well, actually, no. I made another episode. Uh, I made a previous episode where I, I discussed players, do they prefer physical over digital? And the answer was physical, digital. But yeah, it's just... Uh, but these results are... I mean, this is just Sony's leaked data. So I, I'm, I'm actually... Because when I went into this this topic and I did deep research, a lot of articles or a lot of uh, dates, rather, that I've seen as well, it dates back all the way to like 2018 and even 2016 and even 2013. So it was a little difficult looking for quote of from this year or even last year. But, you know, I was able to mostly find this three. And I was like, hey, you know, maybe in a future episode, we will probably come back to this topic and to see, you know, what changes. Maybe for a year from now. What about 2020's, uh, well, I mean, 2021 statistic? So, going to the third article, this comes from Inversed.com. Now, I thought this article was very interesting, sort of say best for last. Uh, but this article details how has gaming changed in the pandemic? 2,900 Inverse readers revealed three big trends. I'm going to read this article and then detail all right so we asked and more than 2,900 inverse readers responded a whopping 77.1 percent of people say they play more video games than they did before a 17.7 percent play about the same almost nobody played less and the reason why is pretty clear the world health organization declared covid19 a pandemic on march 11th 2020 it was the day after Activision released a free-to-play battle royale game, Call of Duty Warzone, and a little over a week before Nintendo's release, Animal Crossing New Horizons. This sort of is like a little sneak peek of a future episode, I may add. Um, so in other words, this website, they held a survey. And from their readers, from whoever responded to the survey, this is, again, just to clarify, this is the result that they came up with so this is not a, a statistic from you know sony's website or, or um you know xbox or any of this is solely for inverse their community they opened up a, a survey and what types of games did we play in the quarantine this is again quoted from the article around 28 percent of all respondees Respondents, excuse me, focus mostly on single-player narratives, and only 16.8% preferred only multiplayer gaming. 24% of players were evenly split between the two, but altogether, more than 46.2% of respondents focused on single-player than multiplayer or the mix of the two. 
which is awesome. I think that's awesome. Wow, this is very, very intriguing. And uh, moving forward with the article, and a series of writing responses, 6.5% said Kenshin, Kenshin Impact was their most played game of quarantine. 6.3% said a Zelda game, and 6.2% said Animal Crossing New Horizons. Only 4.2% wrote that some version of Call of Duty, whether it was the Warzone, Modern Warfare, or Black Ops Cold War. So, <clears throat> but the majority of gamers, most gamers, um, play a mix of multiplayer and single player games. Uh, but their favorite quarantine game was a richer or more of a, a, a rich narrative or a chill experience. So I found that very interesting. Very interesting. And in a later episode, I'm going to be talking about what was the most played game during the quarantine of 2020. And then what was the most successful game during that time. So stay tuned for that episode. I'm going to be very, very detailed on that. I'm going to go really deep into uh, research on that one. Uh, but uh, but these three articles, well, two articles, pretty much spoke from the same source. That's Sony's uh, data leak of, as of recently. And uh, these are three articles that I found that was the most recent. That was most recent. I didn't really want to give any outdated information, so to speak. Uh, but this is the latest information that I can find on this this topic and makes sense me i play again like i mean like i mentioned i love playing multiplayer games um, but yeah single player games is where it's at you know i mean i think what really got me into gaming i'm trying to remember i remember what man like halo combat evolved i played when i was eight years old but I mean, the story of that was amazing for me you know and uh and just also just a whole bunch of other games that game for for me was uh, it really broke barriers for me in terms of a big open battlefield and how many enemies you see on screen and you're shooting aliens very intriguing um but yeah but going back most gamers prefer single player and me also as a collector i prefer single player games you know i, I think i discussed that I, I just i'm a um you know i'm a collector that's why I, my, the majority of my games that i purchased is physical rather than digital you know, uh, I still have games for the Nintendo 64. You know, I still have PlayStation 1 games, PlayStation 2 game. That's why I, those games online, I mean, well, original Xbox, you know, Xbox Live was introduced back in 2001. And then you also did have a handful of PlayStation 2 games that you were able to play online, like Killzone 1. You were able to play that online. And then also the Nintendo GameCube. I, I do believe the Final Fantasy Crystal... Chronicles, I do believe it's called. That one you kind of played online, Nintendo GameCube, been going way back. Uh, but the majority of games for that generation with the original Xbox, PS2, GameCube, the majority of games were single player. Single player narrative driven. And um, you, know, you did have party games, of course. You did have multiplayer games, which couch co-op. But majority was, was narrative. So, I don't know. Uh, you know, people... We see companies, just like one of the articles referenced, you see a lot of companies, they free-to-play games. And it's actually, I read a statistic that uh, 85% of the industry's revenue comes from free-to-play games, which makes a lot of sense. And you see even, you know, Ubisoft, they put in microtransactions in the Assassin's Creed games and all that stuff. Like, in other words, seeing games lately, there's a big push on or rather has been for a couple of years now, just a big push on multiplayer games, you know, adding microtransactions. Anyone would think, oh, you know, multiplayer games are 
are most preferred today. But as you can see from Sony's own data leak, and the majority of players do prefer single-player uh, narrative. And then also, it, it just doesn't make sense. It, it does make sense. And at the same time, when I when you see Marvel Spider-Man back on the PS4, and, and also God of War, or Rise of Zero Dawn, you see these AAA narrative story-driven games. They sell millions. They sell millions. And I, I just wish more companies focus on that. One prime example is Ubisoft. Um, I, I call it the death of Rainbow Six. You know, like they made Rainbow Six, like Rainbow Six Vegas one and two. I love those games. So those games were amazing in terms of physics, in terms of the tactical gameplay. I mean, Rainbow Six games in general has always been good. Right there, even Ghost Recon, back on the original Xbox, PlayStation Two, etc. And now you have, you know you have Rainbow Six Siege, great multiplayer game, very fun, very fun. I might add, but they completely cut out the campaign. What I loved about Vegas 1 and 2, with the campaigns being cooperative, it had the terrorist hunt mode, which is a cooperative mode, another cooperative mode outside of campaign. And then you have multiplayer. Rainbow Six Siege, strictly one multiplayer. And they did have, they do have terrorist um, hunt as well, but it's objectively not the same. <laughs> in terms of, well, I mean, you play for yourself, I think you come easily to that conclusion. But they, they went strictly multiplayer. And they cut out a lot of cool features that was featured in the Vegas. And now, um, I mean, I'm really excited to hear about Rainbow Six Parasite, which was originally named Rainbow Six Quarantine, but decided to change the name recently because Quarantine was last year and they just call it Parasite, whatever. But June 12th, this coming uh, June 12th, 2021, uh, Ubisoft Forward is going to have an event and they confirmed that uh, Rainbow Six Parasite they will feature gameplay on that. So the point that I guess why I'm making it when I'm rumbling on and on is that, I mean, I hope Parasite is good. I hope that features a story mode and it's going to be cooperative story. I'm pretty sure it is because I wouldn't be sure how would you make just a solely multiplayer mode with that game unless it's like Left 4 Dead or something. I mean, that would be weird. But I'm sure it's going to have a campaign. But in other words, what I'm trying to say is Ubisoft, they're butchering these games not all of them, but going to Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon, they're making, they're solely doubling down on their multiplayer games so they can make more revenue. But, and in Ghost Recon, uh, what was it called? Survival, the, the latest Ghost Recon, uh, Breaking Point, there you go. Ghost Recon, Breaking Point, the story of that, that was very, very bad. Just the gameplay and overall, just they butchered a good series. You know, if you were to compare that to the other Ghost Recons, uh, even Ghost Recon Wildlands, actually, I give them that. Ghost Recon Wildlands was fun. It was it was a great game. Breakpoint, they were trying to make it an RPG, didn't go well, and you know, so. Um, but uh, I was very excited to look up this research. It was fun looking deep diving into this research, and you know, seeing that gamers do love their single player games. Yeah, I just can't wait to see. Um, especially when Halo Infinite comes out. People are looking forward to that story. Gears of War, you know, did fantastic. And, um, yeah, this was a very interesting topic when I looked it up. So, Sharkbait, thank you so very much for this question. <laughs> I hope uh, that answers your question. And uh, definitely, in the future episode, I definitely want to visit back this topic as well, when there will be more, more recent data on this topic. So, Thank you so much. All right, guys. Well, that's all the time I have for today. 
Um, I thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. So if you want your question to be featured on True Way Gaming, uh, all you have to do is uh, email the question at t- twgpquestions at gmail.com. Write question at the subject bar. And also, don't forget to leave your name so that way I can properly address you in the next episode. And hopefully, I will it. your question will be featured on the next episode. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in. God bless you guys. I love you. My name is One Way Soldier, and this is the end of my transmission. Beautiful. Outro.